clarity, reason, common sense, your dose of sanity in a world that has lost its mind. This is Radio in High Resolution. And now, the unusually phenomenal ideological phenomenon, your host, Pastor Kurt. And this show is a phenomenon. It's uh, starting to pick up a little speed. A lot of people starting to pay attention about what's going on because what we're doing is what we're, we're, we're talking about things that are biblical, but we're talking about things that are happening around the world and how they affect you. And uh, we know how busy you are. We know that uh, you always can't get to some of these stories, but there's a couple stories this week that that not didn't get, really get a lot of play. There was a... Uh, a couple of news stations that picked up just a couple of blurps of it, and then it just was gone, like as if it never it was never a big deal. And uh, that's what we do. We take these shows and we, uh, we, we take and break them down a little bit, give you a little bit of news about what's happening around the world, and then we take that news and then, and then look at it from a biblical standpoint. There's a great way to teach about what's happening and give you better insight to know what God thinks about some of these things that are going on around the world. And uh, there's two big issues here that I know that are extremely important to God, and they should be important to you because they are important to him. And the first one is this new group that's come out. It's an abortion group called Rise Up for Roe, R-O-E, as in Roe v. Wade, Rise Up for Roe Tour. And they're going across the United States, and they're a bunch of unhinged women, obviously not biblical in any way, shape, or form. And they happen to have Clinton, uh, uh, Chelsea Clinton, on as one of the guests. And she was making some comments about the fact that, uh, that uh, children, especially as they're being aborted, uh, is really done for economical reasons. And, and folks, uh, yes, I know who her parents are. And, and yes, I know the upbringing that she's had. And so I should... I should not be shocked by this, but I just thought that this kid, I'm talking about Chelsea Clinton, that she just might, just might break away from her family and have some sensibility to her. Clinton uh, ends up responding to some of these responses. I'm going to play the video for you in just a second here, but she starts responding uh, to some of the comments that uh, were made about her on social media. And she says to repeat... This is Chelsea Clinton. To repeat, uh, reproductive rights have always been economic issues or economic rights. A recent study found denying women, often already mothers, a wanted abortion result in years of less employment and more family poverty, she tweeted. Now, there was a Washington examiner that... uh, made some comments in in one of the posts that he had put out. His name is uh, Beck Adams. And then he wrote this. He says, Clinton's focus here on the supposed economic benefits of Roe is unsettling. To endorse it as a money generator is one step away from endorsing termination for profit, Adams said in his commentary. I want you to hear the video of what she said at this group meeting called Rise Up for Roe Tour and get a chance to see what she had to see, what she played, or what she had to say. I really resonate, Lauren, with how um, 
you and, and everyone on the stage has talked about this so far, because whether you kind of fundamentally care about reproductive rights and access, right, because again, these are not the same thing, um, if you care about social justice or economic justice, um, agency, you, you have to care about this, right? It is not a disconnected fact to Jess's T-shirt of 1973 that American women entering the labor force from 1970 to 2009 added $3.5 trillion to our economy, right? Like the net new entrance of women. That is not disconnected from the fact that Roe became the law of the land in January of 1973. So I think whatever it is that people say they care about, I think you can connect to this issue. Of course, I would hope that they would care about our equal rights and dignity to make our own choices. Um, but if that is not sufficiently persuasive, um, hopefully kind of some of these other arguments that you're hearing expressed so beautifully will be. And there you go. Economic issues are far more important than reproductive rights or, reprodu or the reproduction of our children. You know, it's always been, if you look at something like Social Security as an example, it's always been the, the next generation that pays for the generation that's working today. Who's going to pick up the tab for this? Because we are, we are in, in the United States, we are having fewer and fewer pregnancies. It's because groups like this are beginning to grow. Well, there was another, um, uh, another commentary that came from uh, uh, Tim Thomas. Tim Thomas is, the resurgence, uh, w is with the resurgence. And, and he wrote this. He says, one needs to look no further than the largest provider of abortion services, Planned Parenthood, to see that the murdering human beings in the womb is a highly lucrative enterprise. He went on to say, he says, but as obscene as that may is that the, uh, as their incredible revenues and profits are, one other number is far more sinister. This year, to date, Planned Parenthood has killed 321,384 babies here in the United States. He goes on to say that that number of abortions performed by Planned Parenthood during this time, that they have made... $98.5 million in profit on $1.4 billion in revenue. And if you are a, tax a taxpayer, you helped make all of this happen. Folks, it's unbelievable to me that we would take a life and destroy it in the womb. And yet, we see it happen time and time again. And yet fewer and fewer people are taking the time to read their Bibles and to understand what it is that God, what God says. Because in our Bible, it never changes. The word never changes because it's the written word of God. God never changes. God tells us very clearly, I am the same yesterday, I am the same today, and I'm going to be the same in the future forever and ever and ever. And he could care less what you think, or he could care less what societies may be doing. God always says that vengeance is mine. But all God also told us that he knew us before we were born. If you look at Jeremiah, the first chapter in verse 5, Jeremiah 1 and verse 5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, God said. I knew who you were. I chose you. 
to do a certain thing. He says, before, I, before you were born, I sanctified you. For, those are for the ones that belong to him. I, oh, Isaiah, the 49th chapter in verse 15, it, it says this, Can a woman forget her nursing children and not have compassion on the son of her womb? God says, surely they may forget. And then he says, yet I will not forget you. He was saying very clearly, women may forget. May, women may blow off their children. They may kill their children. But I will never forget you because I formed you and I knew you before you were in the womb. These terrible things that people are saying and doing through Planned Parenthood and other abortion clinics across the United States and for that matter across the world. God is not going to forget one of them. We have killed here in the nation since Roe v. Wade 64 million babies. 64 million. I hear people tell me this year that school districts are going to be much safer. One of the safest places in the world ought to be the womb. But the womb is far more dangerous now than any school your children may attend. It's a horrible and horrific thing. I want to get to another story that did not get a lot of play, uh, and it's the problem what took place in the Catholic Church. Now, I have my issues with the Catholic Church, so uh, there is some bias in the story, but the, but the point that I'm making here is that Catholic people, Catholic people that truly believe in God, should be thinking about leaving the Catholic Church when you see the, some of the things that are happening. Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro on Tuesday discussed the findings of the just-released state grand jury investigation of allegations of children's sexual abuse by priests and clergy in six Catholic dioceses, including Pittsburgh and Greenberg. I want you to hear this interview, and then I want to share some things with you about it. To announce the results of a two-year grand jury investigation into widespread sexual abuse of children within the Catholic Church and the systematic cover-up by senior church officials in Pennsylvania and at the Vatican. The investigation involved dozens of dedicated teammates agents and lawyers of mine in the Office of Attorney General. Their commitment, know-how, and compassion is truly inspiring. Over the last several months, an intense legal battle has played out between my office and individuals who have concealed their identities through sealed court filings. These petitioners, and for a time, some of the diocese, sought to prevent the entire report from ever seeing the light of day. In effect, they wanted to cover up the cover-up. They sought to do the same thing that senior church leaders in the diocese we investigated have done for decades, bury the sexual abuse by priests upon children and cover it up forever. Shamefully, <laughs> these petitioners still don't have the courage to tell the public who they are. Moments ago, an 884-page report issued unanimously 
by the 40th statewide investigative grand jury, the largest, most comprehensive report into child sexual abuse within the Catholic Church ever produced in the United States was released. It builds on the Boston Globe's Spotlight Report, which identified 229 abuser priests, the 2005 Philadelphia Grand Jury Report into the Archdiocese, which identified over 60 abuser priests, and the 2016 Altoona Johnstown investigation conducted by the Office of Attorney General, which named at least 50 abuser priests. The report published today, in accordance with the July 27th Pennsylvania Supreme Court order, has some redactions. Let me be very clear. My office is not satisfied with the release of a redacted report. Every redaction represents an incomplete story of abuse that deserves to be told. I want to give you a, a telephone number because I know a lot of people are maybe seeing this for the first time. The Attorney General's office has a clergy abuse hotline. The hotline number is 888-538-8541. Any victims who want to come forward are encouraged to call. And I pray that you do. And here's why I think that this is so important. I started thinking about the numbers. You know, there was approximately 300 of them in the Pennsylvania area. 300. And there's probably more, but that's who they've caught. But if you take that number times 300, times the 50 states that we have, you come up with a total number of priests here in the United States, if that number is a good number of over 15,000 sexually abusive priests in the clergy, inside the Catholic Church. 15,000. By the way, they sexually abused, those 300 in the Pennsylvania area, sexually abused more than 1,000 children, most of them boys. They did this as sort of a, uh, a way to let the uh, other priests know that these children were approachable. They gave them these gold crosses to wear, the children, and hung it around their neck so that the next predator priest would be able to come and abuse them just as well. I, folks, I have a great respect for a lot of my friends and family members that happen to be Catholic, but it's time to reconsider what being Catholic means. And understanding that we are all Catholic in one way, in one sense. Because the word Catholic means universal. We are those that belong to God. And believe me, there are a lot of people that are attending the Catholic Church and a lot of people that are preaching and teaching in the Catholic Church that are by no means belongs to God. As I often said, there's a difference between the profession and the possession. And by the way, that's not just the Catholic Church. That is all, also happens in the uh, Christian churches that you see. And you can, you can knock down every denomination and you could, you could make the same argument. But my point is this. I hear a lot of people telling me it doesn't matter what the Pope does in the Catholic Church. I'm still a Catholic. It doesn't matter to me what the priests do because I'm still a Catholic. Well, it should matter to you because the Word of God should matter to you. Let me give you a couple of things uh, uh, that, that I pulled out of my Bible that I think you as Catholics should reconsider as maybe getting out of churches. 
where you're not sure about the very priest that you have or just getting away because there's no way to determine because the church itself covered all this up. Let's look at 2 Peter, Second Peter, the second chapter of 2 Peter, verses 1 through 3. Now, I know a lot of Catholic people do not read their Bibles, but you should because this is God's word and he's speaking directly to you. He says in 2 Peter, the second chapter, starting at verse 1, but there were also false prophets among the people. Even as there, were, even as there will be false teachers among you, who will be secretly bringing in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who brought them, and bring on themselves swift destruction. Verse 2, And many will follow their destructive ways because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. By covetousness, they will exploit you with deceptive words. For a long time, their judgment has been idle, and their destructive destruction does not slumber. Now, that ought to very clearly tell you to get out of that church and find a home that you can go to that you know that you're going to be safe and that your children that are attending that church are going to be safe as well. Let me give you a couple more of what Jesus had to say. Matthew said in the seventh chapter in verse 15 that there are bad tree, trees that bear bad fruit and that there are good trees that bear good fruit. He said, beware of false prophets. Beware. Who comes to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves? Obviously, those people in those churches couldn't tell the difference because they came in priest's clothing, but they were absolute wolves and is evil to the core underneath. Verse, uh, uh, in Matthew, the 17th chapter, verses 19, and uh, I'm sorry, Matthew 7, verse 19 and 20, it says this, every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And that's what's happening with the Catholic Church right now, although there are other churches as well. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them, verse 20 says. One last verse I want to give you before I end this. Matthew 24, 24 uh, Matthew the 24th chapter, verse 24 and 25, Jesus said this. He said, for false prophets and, and for, for false, pro excuse me, let me start over. For false Christ and false prophets will arise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. Jesus says, see, I have told you beforehand. Jesus told us that was going to happen. And what does it mean to be a part of the elect? It means that you don't just profess Christ, you possess Christ. You were elected, you were chosen by God from the foundations of the world. He knew you before you were formed into the womb. You are his, and he says that he will not lose you. Don't think for a minute that everybody you see in church is going to be saved just because they happen to go through the motions and profess Christ. That is an absolute lie and deception, and the Word of God says so. Pay attention, especially you Catholics out there, because I do love you. Get out of the church that you're in and get to a church that will love you and look after you and keep you and your family safe. It's up to you. Do you want to hang around the ravenous wolves 
or do you want to be around people that want to share the Word of God with you? That's our uh, that's our our word for this week for High Resolution Radio. As you know, it's sponsored by High uh, by uh, Four Winds Bible Church, and it's my great pleasure to be able to offer a couple of these stories that will hopefully enlighten you and be a blessing to you and to your family and give you something to think about as whether or not I should continue to be with the Catholic Church or should I get out and try to find somebody that will really share the Word of God and do nothing else but that. I hope you find that, and certainly you can uh, you can uh, uh, private message me on Facebook if you'd like. I'll be happy to uh, share with you a good church in your area that you could go to, and that I know that you would be safe. So having said that, uh, as always, I close with a priestly blessing, and this blessing is meant for you. Now may the Lord bless you, and may the Lord keep you, and may the Lord make his face to shine upon you, and may the Lord be gracious unto you, and may he give you his peace. May each and every day you walk in the knowledge and the understanding of the greatness of our God that you know his word because his word will keep you safe. Father, I pray for this blessing over them and ask for their supernatural protection. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Uh, follow us on High Resolution Radio on Facebook. Also go to highresolutionradio.com and learn more about what we're doing. Uh, this is this is a new way of teaching, and I pray it blesses you all. Until next time, God bless you. Well, you've been listening to High Resolution Radio with your host, Pastor Kurt. Now that you know what he thinks, tell him what you think by dropping him a line at highresolutionradio.com or High Resolution Radio on Facebook. He values your opinion and your feedback as he teaches in a brand new way. As always, we appreciate your support of this broadcast with your financial contribution and by sharing this message with your friends. To donate now and be a part of our global online community, visit highresolutionradio.com and click on the Donate Now button. Now that you're armed with knowledge, go out and fight the good fight. And until next time, stay sane, everyone. <laughs>